the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to transform your life. Welcome to Direct Connect Empowerment with your host, Fee Mazanke. Our program will explore the concepts and ideas behind Direct Connect Coaching by introducing guests who are using or are aligned with this program and have used the ideas to transform their lives. It is our sincere hope that you can use this inspiration to do the same. Now, here is Fee Mazanke. And welcome to our very exciting live coaching calls segment today. It is an absolute thrill for me to have you join us today because coaching and connecting with people and speaking to people through the means like this radio show is what I do and it is what I absolutely love. It's definitely something that I am meant to do and uh, I'm born to be here doing this. So I always enjoy sharing insights with our listeners and there's nothing more exciting for me to watch and that is to see a person, a client or a person that I'm just speaking with shift and shift out of uh, some sort of fear into some greater aspect and element of possibility within themselves. And I get to see it live often with people in my office. I did yesterday and uh, somebody that came in a month ago and was feeling kind of down and depressed and, and really struggling with life in general and with relationships and to see the light shining back in his face, it, it was just an incredible joy. I also want to say Thank you to our really incredible worldwide audience. I got some numbers in yesterday, and we are growing worldwide, and it is so fun to watch. From Tokyo to Sweden to Australia to Canada, we've got a ton of people listening in Canada. And then we have a tremendously strong foothold here in the United States, including San Antonio, Kansas, Missouri, California, Pennsylvania, New York, Chicago, and all the suburbs around here in Chicago. I warmly welcome all of you listening today and each and every single week that you do tune in and listen. I want to say thank you. It's, it's really so um, amazing to me to, to get a chance to contemplate the fact that our connections worldwide our, our, our world is so small now, thanks to the internet and to podcasts like this. Um, and we can connect to people across the world. And I, I just am truly amazed. And uh, it is my intention each and every week to empower people throughout the world to bring a greater message of empowerment and possibility and love to the world and uh, also to bring peace to myself and to all of you who are out there listening. And for those of you who are celebrating Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah. I wish you all a wonderful celebration this week. So we always start with our boomerang effect. And the boomerang effect says that what we put out in life is equal to what we get back. And I want to share with you that I've had a tremendous amount of wonderful 
results with my clients of late. And the boomerang that I've been having them throw out is to, what I've been doing is encouraging them to make a move to demonstrate their love and desire to heal. They make the move, not waiting, not sitting back, but encouraging them to make the move. And um, the shifts that, I, that have occurred with my clients of late as they meet with their coworkers or children or stepchildren or business partners, as they meet them from a place of love and healing and demonstrating that love and healing, that's gained some really profound results. So often when we get caught up in our egos and the ego, the term ego simply stands for edging God out. Ego stands for edging God out. And when we do that, the results are really drastic and very difficult when we come from a place of fear or come from a place of our egos. So as my clients are looking to impact their business results, impact relationships in a positive direction, um, I encourage them to make the first move in a very loving and sincere way. It's wonderful to have them stretch beyond their comfort zones into a deeper, more natural state of being, into that deeper connection within themselves. One such example was a client uh, who met with a team member of hers. And this particular team member was really an integral part of her organization and her business as this client's an entrepreneur. And um, she just recently met with her and um, decided to do exactly like we've been talking about. And she met with her from a loving space. And normally and naturally, what would have really happened is she probably would have gone in and maybe fired this person or reprimanded her. But instead, she really came from a loving space. And she she talked about her power and her possibility. And the amazing thing that happened, and she kind of gave me the statistics and the results, her business the very next day, completely drastically changed. And the same thing happened to another client uh, who was wanting to influence the life of a stepson, and he was just experiencing this tremendous struggle in their relationship. Again, I had him make the first move by sharing everything that he was grateful for in their relationship. This was right before Thanksgiving. And uh, to see this, the shifts where they started to emerge. And once you can see that your natural state of being is love, then you can make the first move towards love. And you can see how powerful and how empowered you really truly are to make that happen. So how about you? How about all of you out there in the entire world? Where in your own life can you make a move towards greater love, greater connection, greater peace, greater possibility, as opposed to coming from your ego? Where can you do that so that your boomerang effect can be even more loving than it ever was before? And this during a really wonderful time of year where we celebrate the holidays, um, what greater gift to give to yourself and to, to all of the people around you than to come from that place of love. So um, we've got actually what I, what I have here are uh, quite a few questions that have come in 
um, in advance, which is really fun. I was so excited because we, you know, I've been promoting the uh, coaching calls and the live coaching calls. And so what I wanted to do was kickstart our day with um, some of the coaching questions that are coming in and wanted to share these with you. So here's the first one. This one came in this morning, earlier this morning, and it said, what is the one thing you can do every day that has the biggest impact on everything else that you do that day? Well, I'm going to answer that by saying, gosh, this one was a really tough one for me to whittle down. So I'm going to kind of open up the umbrella here on this question and say, um, the, the one thing that you can really do that, um, and it's every single day that makes the biggest impact that really affects the rest of your day and it kind of gives momentum into the rest of your day is to give thanks. And, and I'm going to frame this in. So the, the big umbrella here, the big answer to that is to give thanks. But I'm going to speak specifically about one of the things that I love to practice each and every day and what I notice uh, with myself and then I, I share with clients. So um, giving thanks and being highly favored and for all things working out in your favor. So what that means really is that when you say that you're highly favored and all things work out in your favor, that no matter what comes your way, even if it's a seeming difficult situation, and I certainly have had a year of uh, encountering uh, difficulties throughout the entire year, even when those difficulties emerge, you can know and put out there that something greater is about to come forth. And so when you walk in a place of true faith and and saying that you are highly favored for all things working out in your favor, even if they don't work out in the way that you planned. Um, One example just happened. I literally just got a text message from my daughter. We were talking about her finals. And one of the things that we talked about was uh, allowing, uh, you know, speaking to her professors about allowing her to take a couple of her finals a little bit early so that she could come home earlier. Um, she's got some work-related things that she has to do. So um, anyway, she she went ahead and became an advocate for herself. And we we really, the ideal intention was for her to get to take all of her finals and be done by this Friday so that she would have a few days before she has to fly out of town for training for her job. So, um, you know, I recognize that and I put it out there this morning and yesterday morning that if this is for the best and highest good and if it is going to work out for her to just get this done Friday, um, that we would and that would all fit and fall into place and we would be favored. If not, you know, I understand that there, there is some other reason, some other um, thing out there that's working in our favor so that we know that um, it's, it's not intended for her to come home this weekend. So that is um, how I like to operate. It's really always giving thanks and calling on a much greater power of possibility of love than what you currently see from your vantage point. And so I always love to use the analogy uh, that, you know, we see things from the ground level, but God sees things from 
the 95th floor of the John Hancock building, and that's a Chicago-based uh, thing here. But because we see things from the ground level, if we just raise our sights and have faith and trust that we are always favored, that the universe always has our back, then by walking in that true element of faith and giving thanks for it in advance, then you can know and trust in the power of possibility and that you are favored no matter what your outcome looks like. Finally, I let the power of love and the message of love be at the center of everything that I do. And this is a really fun thing for me to witness, to experience, and to see that as I give thanks for being favored and really set a clear intention that um, love is at the center of every coaching call. So uh, every any, every coaching client that I have, every phone call, every creative project, and every interaction that I have so that the love within me can be felt and can be shared to those people that are outside of me. And so by doing that and, and having love at the center of every single little thing, and I'm talking about setting intentions, I do it before every call, before every radio show, before every creative writing project that I do, um, every speaking engagement, that it's an impact of the person that's sitting before me or the audience where they are moved into the greater power of love within themselves. And so by giving thanks for that and by identifying and recognizing that love is at the center of everything that you can do, um, you're going to really understand and know that love is your natural state of existence and people are going to feel that when they encounter you. So give thanks and, and, and set intentions that that love is really at the center of everything you do. So that is the first question that came through. And I'm really grateful to uh, that listener who sent that one over. Now, um, here's the second question that I received. And again, thank you all for uh, your great participation for these wonderful questions that I received in advance from all of you. And anyone that has a question that's in the listening audience live, um, feel free to call in as well. And um, w- this next question is a great one. It is, uh, the, the listener said, I'm, I'm great on a good day, but what's your favorite way out of the funk when things feel hopeless or when things feel difficult? And this is a really wonderful question. Um, I'm great on a good day, but what's your favorite way out of the funk when things feel hopeless or difficult? I've had a great way, great opportunity to practice this one uh, again of late. And um, the, the way that I can answer this question is uh, really simple. Turn everything over with blessings from above and releasing attachment to the how. So when you turn everything over with the blessings from above and you release attachment to the how, which means that you don't know how this is going to work out. You don't know why this experience is in your life. But for whatever reason, you're experiencing this feeling of hopelessness, this feeling of funk, this feeling of difficulty, for whatever reason, this is happening to you. And because it's happening and you don't know why, you just want to turn it over. And by turning it over, here's what I mean. Just 
allow yourself the opportunity to sit and just say, I'm feeling this way. I'm feeling this funk. I'm feeling this hopelessness. I'm feeling this difficulty. But I am trusting in a greater power that it's all going to turn around and I don't really know how. And it's okay for you to, to, to admit that and to say, hey, I don't really know how. So turn everything over. Just trusting in the higher power to take you forth, not knowing how, but saying God or universe or higher power or love, you know how and I trust that you will guide the way for something really, really magnificent to happen. I mean, not just good. It doesn't have to just be, hey, there's something really good that can come from this. It can actually be something really magnificent that comes from this. So make sure that you um, allow the house and the details because a lot of times, in fact, I'm, I'm currently coaching a client right now and he's, he's like, Fee, I'm so attached to the house. I'm so attached to the house. And I said to him, you get in the way. By being attached to the house, you get in the way of something really magnificent from happening because, again, remember what I said about your vantage point, you being on the ground floor? and not rising, raising your sights up as high as what the higher power, what a higher source can see or know is best for you. And also coming from that place of saying, yes, there is a greater higher power that is at work here. And I'm just truly releasing that and releasing attachment to that. Here's a really cool quote that kind of ties into, um, you know, having this having a good day and 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 really if if you're good on a good day but your favorite way out of the funk when th- things feel hopeless or when things feel difficult this is a quote that i read this morning and it was written by Eckhart Tolle who wrote the power of now wonderful book that i recommend to everyone he says some changes look negative on the surface but you will soon realize that space is being created in your life for something new to emerge. Some changes look negative on the surface, but you will soon realize that space is being created in your life for something new to emerge. Isn't that so cool? That even in the seeming difficulty, there's space that's being created for something really new, really exciting, and really great to emerge within you. And so allow that energy and feeling of that um, really wonderful thing to emerge, to come forth. So we are taking some live coaching calls today, and I've got some uh, some more that were that came in via um, via the uh, um, what do you call it the internet. So um, make sure if you have any questions to call. We've got some really wonderful questions about relationships coming up and techniques about decision-making processes. So you want to stay tuned. We'll be right back. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with Fima Zanke at Direct Connect Coaching. 
Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. Social media is important to your business, but you might not know how to do it right. Doing social media yourself can be a challenge. I have discovered a company that gets it done for you. They post seven times a week to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Google+, and they can monitor reviews on over 45 sites at a price any business can afford. Get more information at GetSocialWithFee.com and get your free analysis to determine your company's social media effectiveness. Visit GetSocialWithFee, that's F-I dot com, and find out more today. Because doing it wrong is worse than not doing it at all. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Mazanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. And we are taking coaching calls today. One of my all-time favorite things to do on the air because we get a chance to really reach out to listeners and see actual shifts within a person live on the air, and it's so fun to do. So we've got our first caller, and it is Martha from Illinois. Hi, Martha. How are you today? Great. How are you, Fee? Already awesome. <laughs> program. I hate to even uh, call. Oh, thank you. I love to hear everything you say. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. So tell me, what is your question today? What brings you to the show so that I can be of service to you today? Well, this has been rolling around in me since you spoke uh in November on, uh, I know about victim mentality and I've walked through that with myself, but I got to tell you that victim of circumstance has not stopped within me. There's something, and um, I guess I don't understand that, but that was awesome. And I'd like to know more on that or walk through it for myself because I think that is what's occurring. Uh, My mom passed away a year ago, but I see situations from childhood with her that I finally realized it's not being a victim. It's the victim of circumstance, I believe, uh, what you talked about. Okay. So give me a little bit of an example of what, give me a situation, Martha, of what may occur with you and then the feelings that emerge around it. So if you can just be a little bit more specific about that, that what you're asking about and then kind of what the feelings that present for you. Okay, well, uh, what happens is recently, again, uh, in my family, I end up doing everything. And what came to me was when I was a child, uh, I was always cleaning up after my mother or taking care of her or doing, doing, doing is what comes to me. And uh, even as she's passed away, uh, it came to me, I go, my gosh, I'm still doing all these things for people. It's still the same thing all the time. And I guess inside me, the first word that comes is I have resentment, Uh uh, you know, uh, with that. Sure, sure. Yeah, and, and 
Wow. <laughs> I knew when yeah. I call you, it would all come out because I yeah. really haven't been able to get a handle on this. And uh, I think it's more than just being a victim. That circumstance really got me. So I just see this continually happening. Okay. So what happens to you then, if I'm clear about what you're saying, Martha, is that what happens to you is that um, you just do, 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 do automatically for other people and then resentment emerges within you, right? Right. Yes. And I actually thought so much of it was done because my mom passed away, but then I saw, wow, it's like it never goes away. Right, sure. And that's a great question. So thanks for sharing that. So here's what I want to do with you. I want to go inward um, because as I always say to people, coaching is an inside out job and life is an inside out job. And so I want to go inward to see kind of what is at the core of this for you. Okay, Mm -hmm. so what I want you to do, Martha, is I want you to just allow yourself to be fully present in the moment and just just be here, be present, and just allow yourself to breathe, okay? Mm-hmm. And just um, as you breathe in, notice how your breath just kind of naturally rises and falls, and you just breathe automatically. So your body, you're not actually having, having to do the breathing. Your body's actually doing that for you without you thinking about it until we put our awareness on it, Okay. So just breathe and relax and just notice that with each breath that you take, it is actually causing you to relax further and deeper into yourself, okay? hmm And then just continuing to allow yourself to be fully present and deeply relaxed and just knowing that all is really well in the moment and, uh, and that your body's wisdom is going to be fully present here so that the body's wisdom can guide us in our process work today. And so as you just allow yourself to just be fully present with yourself, just feeling and noticing the floor, actually not your feet planted on the floor, but the floor rising up to support you. Okay? hmm And as you do that, um, what I want you to do is I want you to when I bring up the idea of you doing, doing, doing all the time, I want you to allow that feeling to emerge. And as you kind of keep your eyes closed, uh, scanning your body and, and feeling and sensing into your body, tell me where inside of you you hold on to that feeling. Well, first place is the top of my head. <laughs> The top of your head, okay, and yeah. so the and what does it feel like inside of you when you go into the top of your head? What does the feel? What does the feeling like? It's like a throbbing. Oh. A throbbing. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And if you were to identify the feeling attached to that throbbing sensation in the top of your head, the feeling would you say it's resentment or is there anything else there? Oh uh, well, anger. <laughs> Ah, anger. So it anger. started out yeah. as resentment, and now it's kind of full blown anger. Huh? As yeah. it's robbing the a top of your head. in my teeth. <laughs> wow. Okay. So it's really full. So what I want you to oh, do yeah. is I want you to allow anger to be here 
and allow anger to be fully present within you. Allow all of your cells and all of the space in between your cells to just feel it. Just be present with anger. And as you just allow anger to just emerge in your body, tell me what, when you, when you allow anger here, what um, does it feel like all through your body when you allow anger to be present? I feel it everywhere. <laughs> and what does the feeling feel, feel like? What to, describe the feeling oh, to Like me. a pulsating all the okay. way down to my, especially to my left foot. Oh, I just feel pulsating in my arms and into my left foot, especially. Okay, great. Okay, great. Thank you. Beautiful. Um, so notice what what anger is really fully present here. And as anger is fully present with you, Martha, without mm-hmm. thinking about it, what does mm-hmm. anger want you to know? What does it say to you? Don't think about it. Just allow anger to speak fully here. First words I get is to let go. That's all I get. Okay. And what is it that you're meant to let go of? The doing and probably the control of all of it. Ah. Oh, it's been here so long, I think. (laughs) So this always doing and doing and doing and doing is actually your self, your ego self saying that you must do because you must be in control. Wow. And tell me what does that feel like when you get a chance to realize that, Martha, about yourself? I don't want it. (laughs) (laughs) You don't don't want it. You don't want the control? No, I really don't. I think I wanted it. But I'm realizing that uh, I don't. I don't want it. Wow. Okay. I think there was a time I wanted it, but what comes to me is uh, I don't have that need now. That's what comes to me right now. So, uh, because I feel it throughout my whole body, and I don't want that. Okay. Wow. So why don't we do this? Why don't we look at this anger as a gift? That is showing or demonstrating to you that you can you can turn the reins over and that you don't have to be in control anymore. And also, Martha, as you just kind of allow this anger to just emerge, uh, let it bubble up like the you know, the bubbles in a champagne glass or a champagne oh. bottle, just allow it to come up and out. And what I want you to do is I want you to just kind of throw it away, like as if you were taking it and and throwing it into an ocean or throwing it into a fire so that 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 anger or that need or desire to be in control actually just um, cleanses you and just allows you to kind of move it up and move it out, kind of like a volcano coming up and out so that you can cleanse that. And just take a moment to do that, Martha, and let me know when you're finished. Let me, and just take a moment to do it. Just really be um, very thorough in like letting, it's almost like you're sweeping out the cells and the space in between your cells, giving gratitude for that anger for showing you that it's really been a place for you to be in control. 
feel it coming out. There's so much of it. And I yeah. am very thankful. Thank you for a new insight to that. It's still coming. Uh, my whole body is like uh, sensitized. I don't even know how to explain. It's like tingling all over, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And that's just wow. simply because there was this need for you to be in control um, because you felt like you had to be in control. And remember at the top of the show um, when I suggested that when you're you know feeling hopeless or difficult that you don't you don't really have to control it, but you can rather just trust and have faith that love will lead the way, that God will lead the way, or that the universe has your back. And so when you release or relinquish that control, Martha, mm-hmm. um, when you do that for yourself, look at what happens to you and look at what happens to the feelings as they emerge and come forth. Now, what do you feel like? Tell me now. Well, right now I feel overjoyed, and the first thing that comes to me is uh, I had that because the need to be loved was so enormous, and that's how I thought I got my love. That's what came to me right now. Wow. Okay. Well, that was a great insight that came forth from from allowing that anger to kind of just be fully present. And the thing that's so amazing and fascinating is that most people stuff and push their feelings away. And that's been stuffed for a very long time within yes. you. And look, yes. It, yes, it, it, wow. yeah. And so your anger was leading yes. you to, well, it started as resentment first. So it was resentment mm-hmm. and a feeling of throbbing at the top of your head. And then it, then it, you know, it filled your whole body up and you were just feeling it all over, tingling, all the pulsating in the, your foot even. And so anger yeah. just was here. And then when we give, it's kind of like if you can imagine these emotions or feelings that are emerging, they're like a little kid tugging at your pant leg saying, hey, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. And when you just give an opportunity for these these feelings to be voiced, then it allows you the ability to know and understand what's really coming up. So you felt like you had to be in control and it was due to a feeling of needing love. And actually, what is your real true knowing about love, Martha? Well, it comes from within me. I didn't love myself. I just, that's the things that are coming to me right now is those things. And, uh, that the need to be heard, all these things, and I went in a, didn't speak. I mean, so many things are coming right now. It's unbelievable. So, uh, wow. But love comes from within, and I believe, you know, you love yourself first, and I didn't. And so look at how the doing distracted you from loving yourself. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's huge. (gasps) Yes. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. So you see what happens with people is oftentimes that constant doing is really the distraction from um, really honoring themselves and, and recognizing that, hey, I'm worthy of being loved. And so if when you don't feel worthy, then you just keep yourself busy enough so that that you you know you keep busy to stay in control rather than just taking a deep breath and saying huh how could i love myself how can i honor myself i'm in fact next week um i'm going to be talking about 
honoring your and celebrating your birthday and how important that really is um, in loving yourself. So that's our show. Show is going to be next week about that. Yeah, yeah. So you are right on because the word I got earlier today was about I do get distracted in like I want to do my Tai Chi or something, but I'll stay busy. And before I called you, it said, you'll find out about your distractions. (laughs) (laughs) I never even connected that. Thank you. Well, you're so welcome. So tell me how your throbbing at the top of your head is now. The, The throbbing is totally gone. I have only little sensations like going throughout my body and I actually feel very warm. I feel very extremely free right now in this moment. You feel, uh, did you say free in this moment? Yes. Yes. Beautiful. I feel extremely free. Uh, I feel like an enormous weight has been lifted off of me because I could sense that this is going into the rest of my family and how I was relating to everything. And I had you know, was moving the wrong way, but it was like stuck. Like you said in that other program, you get stuck and right. you got to be set free. Wow. Right. I actually, I can't tell you. It's, uh, wow. I have no throbbing. Uh, my teeth feel great. Uh, my foot, it's actually like I'm feeling very warm. I feel so lifted. It's, um, wow. <laughs> Thank you for taking my call. I just, Wow. Yeah, you're welcome. And here's the really amazing thing about this, Martha, and that is it doesn't take much. It's not hard. It's not difficult. It doesn't take much for the shift to occur within each and every one of you. And I've got somebody that sent in a a, a similar um, question about relationships. It's a little different than what you're talking about here, but Someone that has a similar experience, uh, and we'll we'll cover that once we come back from the break. But similar stuff, but it doesn't take much at all. And here's the amazing thing that happens. Every single time, if all you do is just allow your body's wisdom to guide you into what is coming mm-hmm. up, it will it will demonstrate to you the beauty of anything that you're holding on to. And then it's just a simple questioning and allowing and allowing, you know, in, in this case for you, Martha, allowing your anger to speak and say, Hey, let go. I want to let go of the control. And so when you dial in and dial down into what it's really, truly all about, these feelings that you want to you know, put on to everybody else. It's really, it, it all circles back. And, and this is 16 years worth of coaching coming forth. It all circles back to not feeling worthy of being loved. And yeah. that's really what's at the core of anybody that's got anything going on within them. And it's just stuff that comes up outside of them. And as you always say, it's layers. I can see the layers I've taken care of, but here's more layers. And what I love about what you do, Fee, I just want to say is when I practice it, it's gone. I don't get it back. I just love that. It's gone. Yeah. Well, I'm so thrilled because we really don't need it back, Martha. We don't yeah, need it to I, hold <laughs> on to that anymore. It's it's right. just, it's okay and it's necessary. Just, just it, yeah. it's a complete washing and clearing of the feeling yeah. or the emotion. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're awesome. 
Well, thank you. Thanks for calling in and, and, and joining us with that wonderful, uh, wonderful question. We are up on our next break, so we'll be right back. If you've got a question for me, give me a call, one 888 Martha, you rock. Keep going, girl. You're doing a great job. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with Fee Mazanke at Direct Connect Coaching. Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. Social media is important to your business, but you might not know how to do it right. Doing social media yourself can be a challenge. I have discovered a company that gets it done for you. They post seven times a week to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Google+, and they can monitor reviews on over 45 sites at a price any business can afford. Get more information at GetSocialWithFee.com and get your free analysis to determine your company's social media effectiveness. Visit GetSocialWithFee, that's F-I, dot com, and find out more today. Because doing it wrong is worse than not doing it at all. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Mazanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. Well, we are talking coaching today, and what a joyful shift we just experienced with Martha. And if you didn't get a chance to listen to that before the break, go back and listen because it was quick and amazing. And so I'm going to dive into another email question that I received uh, today. So um, this one is for everybody out there because it has to do with decision-making techniques. And, And this question, this caller or listener says, what are some techniques you can do when you're making a decision? And how do you listen to your heart versus listening to others. And that is so great and valuable because so often when we've got a big decision to make, isn't it true that so often you go and get opinions from everybody else and just kind of weigh out everybody else's opinion? But really the beauty of decisions and making decisions is exactly what we just did with Martha. And that is going inward, being very introspective and allowing your body to kind of tell you and guide you into the decision-making process and just feeling into that. So 
my best suggestion here is to project yourself into the future of making a decision just to see how it feels. So put yourself out there. Uh, I, I gave this example before, but I was coaching a client a couple months ago about two different job opportunities, and they were fabulous job opportunities, a CEO of one company and then a major international director of another. Just tremendous guy, tremendously wise uh, human being, and, and he set himself up with these great opportunities. And we did this very thing. We projected into each job role. And I said, what do you feel inside of your body? And so when he did that, um, he definitely got a, a much clearer picture and a much more uplifting feeling when um, he projected into one job as opposed to the other. And I always encourage people, play with this process. Please play with this process and allow yourself the opportunity to look and feel into your future to see if things are tense or tight or maybe they don't feel great or can you just allow yourself when you project to feel open and relax and just notice like if your gut feels open or if it feels light or airy or sunny or bright, then your body is connecting to your mind because remember your mind, body and spirit are all connected. And when you do this and when you allow your mind, body, spirit connections to um be used in your favor, then you can see what's for the best and and highest good. The other thing that I absolutely encourage people to do, and this helps you to develop a two-way communication with the universe, is to ask for clear, gentle, under grace, and a perfect way signs for you to make a decision. So when looking at those signs, look at what you see, look at what you feel, look at what your experience is. I remember years ago when my children were going to middle school, they were coming from a private school going into a middle school. And I asked specifically because I wasn't sure if the private or if the public school uh, system would be okay for them. So I asked and I said, is, you know, is it okay? And I wanted signs. And the interest thing was um, when my son was, when we were going to orientation or going to meet with a counselor to, to make that decision, and I involved both of my kids in their, in their decision-making process, by the way, but it was fascinating because I saw four angels, and they were either pictures of angels or like little, little uh, statues of angels all around and in the school and they were in you know different people's offices or just different um, depictions of angels and it was like okay I think I got some signs here that this is all going to work out and this is in in my favor so give uh, give these give these signs a chance to work um, in your favor because when you realize that there is this guidance system working in your favor you're going to see and know the signs that are pointing you into the perfect direction for yourself. Um, I don't know if I've ever used this one, and it, and it's not really a sign. It was just kind of a clear communication signal. Um, and it, again, it was years ago when um, I used a, a Phil Jackson 
videotape in a training program that I was running. And it was from a 60 Minutes 2 interview that Phil Jackson did. And he talked about some of the spiritual things that he did on the basketball court. And me being a complete uh, Bulls fanatic and and, uh, Chicago team fanatic, I, um, I really truly loved it. And I brought it into uh, a whole group of men that I was running a workshop for and I used it. And then I wrote Phil Jackson a letter telling him, telling him thank you for it. And I, but I wrote the letter in the middle of the playoffs. It was like the end of April when I ran this workshop and um, it was in the middle of the playoffs. And so the interesting thing that happened was my husband said, Fee, there's no way you're going to get a response from Phil Jackson. It's the middle of the NBA playoffs. There's no way he's going to respond to you. Well, I just said, hey, whatever. I said, I'd love to hear from him, but again, not being attached to it. Um, And then I went for a walk and I saw right after that conversation that I had with Bob, I went for a walk and I saw that there was a license plate and it said Bulls times five. And I went, oh. I am going to hear from Phil Jackson. And so lo and behold, a couple of weeks later, and this was when Phil Jackson was coaching the Lakers. He had left the Bulls and and was coaching the Lakers. Um, uh, I got this letter and it was with, you know, Los Angeles Lakers purple letterhead or purple envelope. And it was sure enough from Phil Jackson. And he said, thank you. And I'm glad that I could help in your workshop. And it was great. And I also told him that they were going to win the uh, championship that year as it, with the Lakers. And, and they did. So I'm sure that he liked my, uh, my foretelling, my foreshadowing there. So anyway, these signs come all around you and it's really fun to, um, you know, to look for the signs. Listening to your heart is a practice. It's something that you should practice. And your heart is going to speak to you in a very subtle and calming manner. It's not critical, critical or demanding. It's just peaceful and true. So if it resonates with you, your heart is definitely going to guide you. I've got so much more to say on that subject, but I want to get to Julia's question um, before we wrap for today. And I can't even believe it's almost the end of the show. Wow. So um, here's what Julia asked about. She says, I'm a very loyal friend and love my family, but I have such a difficult time allowing those I love close emotionally. I would go to the ends of the earth for those I love, but, and, but hold them at an arm's length. I am detached. I have always been this way. I have strong friendships that have lasted over 30 years, so I'm able to maintain relationships. But I would like to remove the fear that keeps me unable to experience life on a different level. I think it affects, even affects those I work with as they think I'm standoffish, and I chose the wrong, and I it choose the wrong men as partners because of it. I'm so done with living emotional, with emotional constraints. What practices could I do every day to start changing a very old negative habit? And this is from Julia. Great question, Julia. And don't so many of us in life have what I call um, from, and it's actually from um, 
from the emotion code, a heart wall. And a heart wall is that that thing that keeps us distant and separated from other people. And it's it's a protection. It's a it's a device that our egos use as a protection because of some past experience. So Julia, here's my suggestion to you. What I want to uh, recommend to you is that you go inward and allow yourself to just feel what it is that is coming up and feel that emotional block within you. It may be in your heart and it may not. It may be in your right foot. It may be in the top of your head like Martha's throbbing at the top of your head. It may be anywhere inside of your body that is causing this blockage where you're holding on to this emotional distancing with others. And so as you just allow yourself to and and allow your body's wisdom to go there, Julia, what I want you to do is just allow that to come forth and then allow it to be voiced, allow it to be heard. And unfortunately, Julia got called off to, uh, she she works on the road as a technician, so she was uh, called off, so she wasn't able to come um, in person here. But I want you to just allow that to come forth and allow it to be voiced and to be heard because that's what it wants you to know. And then just allow it to to tell you what it wants you to know. And just like Martha, as you continue to see, there may be that control factor that is causing you to not want to feel any more pain or any more suffering or any more heartache, literally. And so it's that those walls that you build around yourself are just walls of protection that are false protections because it does not allow that love or your natural state of being to just come forth for you. And so as you recognize and identify that, I want you to just bring in a practice of forgiving another person for hurting you, whoever that may be, and just speaking the words of forgiveness out loud. And then after you do that forgiveness, I want you to allow yourself to um, express self-forgiveness. And the self-forgiveness being for you not uh, being able to let people in for so long, for you being a great friend, but really to kind of being closed off and shut off even to your coworkers. And so allow self-forgiveness to come forth as well. And as you allow that forgiveness, and if you need to feel it in your body, just kind of just letting that go, cleansing that away, clearing the path, breathe in your natural state of being or existence, which is love. And that is the quickest, easiest way to shift out of those emotional roadblocks uh, with other people, Julia. So I want to say thank you for your courage in asking that question. And I know you are truly a tremendously loving and giving person. And that's really what is looking to emerge underneath these layers of pain and suffering and hurt. So thank you for your participation. Well, Time for me absolutely flies when we talk about um, what I'm so passionate about, and that is coaching. And I really, truly love these segments. So I want to say thank you to everyone who participated, to to those people who sent in questions, and to Martha for calling in. Um, I really, truly do appreciate 
all of you um, for having the courage to come forth with your questions. And I want to say, as always, to um, the tremendous amount of people who love and serve not only this country, but all of the countries around the world, the service teams of men and women who are, you know, our firefighters and our policemen um, and all of the military people who serve our countries. Um, we we cannot honor you enough for all that you do in putting your uh, lives at risk for the safety and protection of others. We give you thanks. And to our growing and wonderfully uh, large audience of people around the world and especially the, the, the fine traction that we have built in the United States and Canada, I am just deeply, deeply, deeply appreciative of all of you tuning in each and every week. Thank you so much for your loyalty to this show. I really, truly appreciate it. Have an absolutely inspired week. Thank you again for joining us this week on Direct Connect Empowerment. Fima Zanke will be back with another guest next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you then. We'll see you then.